Welcome to a special segment of Women Investing in Women and Girls for our premium subscribers on the State of Women Radio Network. The world's leading voice for women and girls who are transforming private equity, venture capital, crowdfunding, angel, and impact investing. Now, here's Women Investing in Women and Girls. Welcome to Women Investing in Women and Girls on the State of Women Radio Network. I'm Michelle Jaffe, and I'm with Anu Bardwaj, and together we are so thrilled to honor uh, and, and welcome our guest today on this show, Ms. Lakshmi Puri, who is the Assistant Secretary General of the United Nations and Deputy Executive Director of UN Women. Now, we're talking about the Sustainable Development Goals, and I have to tell you, Lakshmi, when I was looking up these Sustainable Development Goals, I was amazed by how incredible these initiatives were. Um, and so with that being said, can you tell us more about the purpose of establishing these goals? Yes. Um, you know, this, as I said earlier, this is the first ever, and I, I doubt if there will be another uh, universal sustainable development agenda, which applies to all countries, rich or poor, big or small, and which pledges to leave no one behind and reach the farthest first. So it's, uh, it's uh, uh, really an agenda for equity and, e- and, and, and against inequality of all kinds, but of course, gender equality and gender inequality, ending gender inequality and establishing gender equality is at the heart of this Agenda 2030 for sustainable development and for transforming the world. So now, and it has a 15-year time uh, within a generation achievement uh, timeline. Now, what is the gender equality compact within Agenda 2030? Firstly, that without gender equality, We cannot achieve any of the 17 goals that it has set and 169 targets. And there are 230 indicators of which 50 are on gender equality. So you have uh, that recognition that without gender, nothing can work. Gender equality, nothing can work. Secondly, there is also a recognition that There has to be dedicated attention to this issue. So that's why, for the first time, you have a dedicated, comprehensive, and also transformative, because it addresses the structural barriers that women and girls face, transformative, sustainable development goals. So gender equality has become a sustainable development goal. Transformation has happened. And it is about achieving gender equality, not just promoting gender equality, and empowering all women and girls in their diversity of circumstance, status, uh, you know, age. So this is something that is really uh, uh, the, the heart of the gender equality compact. And that's why we say SDG 5, high five of uh, the Agenda 2030. 
And then you have, of course, uh, gender-sensitive targets and uh, indicators in 11 other goals, uh, SDGs, including poverty eradication, uh, health, education, um, economic growth, uh, uh, full and productive employment, water and sanitation, uh, just and peaceful societies, every, every aspect, actually. And now, in the Commission on Status of Women, more recently, a road map was agreed to on the gender-responsive implementation of the whole agenda. So, to make sure that this will happen, there were certain commitments made that women's leadership will be given priority, that uh, there will be significantly increased and transformative investment, and I want to emphasize that. It's in the agenda, para 20 of the agenda, that significantly increased investment to close the gender gap. So this is a call to all governments. It's a call to the private sector. It's a call to all who work uh, to support development and peace and security and humanitarian and other areas to really raise their game on investing in gender equality, both in terms of the cause and effect uh, aspect, as a means and as an end. So uh, there is that commitment. Then there is a commitment to significantly increase support to institutions of gender equality and in relation to gender equality, like UN Women at the global, regional, and national and local levels, because all uh, and gender ministries, as well as to make sure that all institutions gender mainstream themselves. So this is something that is also a very significant uh, part of implementing the agenda. And then there is a commitment to gender data, gender statistics, because unless you have a revolution there, you will not be able to measure uh, what you have already treasured and what you have already uh, um, agreed to achieve through the targets, but also it's a guide to policy. And, and to correction, course correction, if you are passing or failing. So it's important for monitoring and accountability. So gender statistics is another area we are working on, but it is all of this is hugely underinvested. Institution as well as knowledge and evidence. So we need to strengthen that, those parts. Then you also have the other challenge, which is how do we make sure that, uh, you know, we make this whole process inclusive? And how do we get women's movement, all the different stakeholders that I have mentioned, to engage, you know, what we call participatory accountability? That's very mm -hmm. important. But you also need investment for that. And I must not forget that the UN in itself packs a huge punch because we have so many UN entities, more than 70 UN entities that deal with different aspects that affect the gender equality agenda and its outcome, and effort and its outcome. 
So whether it is WHO or ILO or, you know, the World Health Organization, whether it's uh, uh, Food and Agriculture Organization, every UN uh, agency must deliver for mm-hmm. women and girls. And, and on SDG 5 and on all of the, and, and the gender responsive implementation of their part of uh, the, the agenda. So for that, UN Women is also deploying its uh, full effort to bring the UN system together, coordinate it, and hold them accountable to deliver for uh, uh, deliver on the uh, gender equality compact of Agenda 2030. Absolutely. And if anyone has been following Women Investing in Women on social media, or if anyone has checked us out on our website, thestateofwomen.com, you would know that, uh, you know, we try to put out there as much as possible that investment also, uh, while it means financial investing, it also means to empower women. Your Your description speaks true to the power of investing in women and girls around the world. And, you know, what that really means and the importance of making a true impact in someone's life. Absolutely. Yes, I, want, I wanted to ask uh, Ambassador Pori about how um, the various uh, funds affecting women and girls are structured within UN Women. You mentioned there were a couple that we could touch upon today. If you can tell us a little bit more about what they are and how our listeners could contribute or, or participate or support your initiative, I think that would be uh, of great interest. Absolutely. Um, I want to first of all say to all of you and uh, to our listeners that investments on, uh, in and on women and girls is a crucial aspect as I've already mentioned again and again, implementation and monitoring of the SDGs for women and girls and enabled by their empowerment as well. So how do we try to bridge the gender funding gap by supporting UN women's work in all the different areas that I have mentioned? So first of all, you can support directly, you can contribute directly to UN Women's core resources through individual public giving. We have a donate button on our website and uh, we can, uh, you know, you can contribute to that. But we are also in the process of launching various individual public giving or private giving uh, platforms, which will enable you here in the U.S. or in some other countries. So we are, you know, launching these initiatives very shortly. So that this, this money that you contribute goes into funding all of our activities, these multiple activities that I have highlighted. At the same time, it goes, uh, then we have uh, what are called, uh, you know, program uh, funding or what is called non-core or program funding, which means that we have 12 flagship, key flagship programs on women's economic empowerment or ending violence against women 
or supporting or, or women in humanitarian context, supporting women in humanitarian context or women in conflict and post-conflict. And you can, you know, support these programs, fund these programs. And uh, again, we will be happy to engage with you on this. But this is also when we are talking about significant investment. Right. Then there is the, um, uh, the, the there are other ways of partnering with us. And if you have some programs and we have uh, some programs, we can twin our efforts. So that can also happen with investing in UN women. Uh, we have such partnerships with many, um, uh, many uh, partners uh, from the private sector, also civil society organizations or non-governmental organizations. Also, we have these uh, trust funds, which essentially, the, the Ending Violence Against Trust Fund, for example, it it's a, awards grants to initiatives that demonstrate that violence against women and girls can be systematically addressed, reduced, and with persistence eliminated so that it is mission possible. We are proudly celebrating the 20th anniversary of the UN Trust Fund and it is administered by UN Women, has awarded 116 million to 426 initiatives in 136 countries and territories and it supports currently 111 initiatives in 76 countries with grants totaling 57 million. Now, wow. The impact Mine. of a fund like this is also really a force multiplier. You know, it may not appear to be a huge amount given the need, the massive need for resources, but it has a very important demonstration model, uh, you know, impact, which is really necessary. Proof of concept, but also showing that Things can change, that transformation is possible, and it then also mobilizes government support. We work with many of these programs on the ground, that the, with the grantees on the ground, and it's really amazing the kind of results we have seen. Equally, in the, uh, the Fund for Gender Equality supports women's economic empowerment projects, including those relating to dealing with climate change uh, and helping women deal with the impacts of climate change, but also how they can adapt and how they can also be economically empowered to deal with the impacts of climate change, for example. So uh, uh, the, the FG is the other one, and the global... Uh, instrument that has been established for women, peace and security is also uh, meant to provide support to civil society. Now, all these funds go directly to civil society and partners on the ground to implement this, uh, the, these programs. So when you invest in UN Women, you are investing in our ability to support 
governments to change their policies, programs, and to take special measures to achieve gender equality and women's empowerment. You are investing in our ability to mobilize all the stakeholders in countries and around the world, even in non-program countries, through advocacy and through constituency building and movement building. You are investing in our capacity to uh, detonate a knowledge revolution on gender equality and women's empowerment, to assess what's happening in the world right now and where do we need to go and where are we going. Also, uh, you know, the, the, the best uh, practices and good, good uh, knowledge on what succeeds, what, what is the best way to go forward. So you are investing in all of that. And uh, also, by investing in the gender equality project and women's empowerment project through us, you are really going to see a force multiplier effect uh, in other areas, whether it is, you know, poverty eradication, it is develop economic development, social uh, harmony, and and uh, 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 in, uh, addressing inequality overall or it is about securing sustainable peace and sustaining peace, uh, whether it is about preventing conflict and, and preventing violent extremism and terrorism and countering it in all of the, you know, the dividends. And uh, the, you know, the dividends are really exponential from... Mm -hmm. Uh, investing in gender equality and women's empowerment and also investing in the premier global institution that UN Women is for uh, achieving gender equality and women's empowerment and accelerating that pace within this generation. Mm -hmm. Thank you for all that you're doing. To achieve, to achieve to gender equality within this generation. This is such powerful work, and it's been so inspiring to hear all of the different kinds of solutions UN Women is creating. You know, people say these issues, uh, the issue of gender inequality, they're so widespread and deep, and people doubt whether an effective solution can be created. But I think that our conversation proves that solutions are being created and are being implemented. And I just have to say that I um, personally am very thankful uh, for all that UN Women has done to help propel this progress in creating and instituting effective change. And I think that it's very inspiring to hear, um, you know, all that our generation is capable of. Absolutely. And, and uh, yes, it's often presented as a Sisyphean uh, task that, you know, you move uh, uh, three steps forward and ten steps backward. And, and uh, you know, is it really achievable? Because so much of it is psychosocial. So, uh, you know, to what extent can policies and measures and advocacy? But I think UN Women has shown that, yes, it is challenging, but that challenges can be tackled if everyone comes around to accepting it as an indispensable 
indispensable aspect of everything that humanity aspires for and, and needs and needs so it is yes it is doable it is right. achievable it is mission possible and we Thank have shown you. it it in parts but now we have to all get together and for that investing in this project in every way as you said with finance with technology with all the modalities of partnerships is is critical Lakshmi, your inspiring work through you and women is changing the world as we know it. And we are so, so thankful for you for having this conversation with us today. I'd also like to invite all of, of our listeners to connect with us by going to facebook.com slash womeninvesting or follow us on Twitter at womeninvesting. We'd like to thank you so much for listening today. You've been listening to Women Investing in Women and Girls. This show is produced by the State of Women Radio Network, the first radio network for women and girls. I'm your host, Michelle Jaffe, and along with the new Bardwaj, we thank you again, and until next time. Thanks for listening to this special premium member segment of Women Investing in Women and Girls. Subscribe to our podcasts, join in the conversation on Facebook, and find all of the information you're looking for at thestateofwomen.com. 